Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The Republicans want to make a deal on COVID stimulus, and they want to put $900 billion towards COVID stimulus. And then you got Joe Biden saying, hey, why don't you come on over for, for a little bit of lemonade, and we'll sit and, and we'll, 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 we'll chat. Oh, yeah, it'll be just fine. And no one's going to pay attention to the fact that 12 people were arrested with hatchets in Washington State. I'm, I'm sorry, Tony. I, I, I seem to have, a, have, have missed the... Did, did, did you say uh, hatchets? Why, yes, I did. I mean, it's a... Uh, it's, it's not a knife, not an axe. Hatchet. Actually, they were armed with hatchets, batons, and knives in preparation for a confrontation. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. 12 people occupied a hotel in Olympia, Washington and attempted to forcibly take over the hotel. They were demanding local authorities provide housing for the homeless during coronavirus. And their demand was utilized by bringing hatchets and batons and knives. And Lord only knows what else they decided to bring with them. 45 people barge into the downtown Olympia Red Lion around 11 a.m., not p.m., a.m., Armed with these things, some of them had gas masks and helmets and goggles. You would have thought they were going to the Capitol. That wasn't meant to be a joke. That's exactly how we saw people at the Capitol. So now we must ask the question, what's the difference? I bring this up because this is the story that will not get talked about and needs to be the story of violence, the story of viciousness, the story of this is not who we are. What did this red lion ever do to anybody except offer clean rooms at a low price? By the way, red lion would be a fantastic sponsor of this program. What did they ever do to anybody? What did the front desk clerk at red lion do to anybody? Picture you're the Sunday morning Red Lion clerk. You're a nice person. You don't make huge money, but maybe maybe you're only making only making $15 an hour. Maybe you're making $44,000 a year. I don't know. Maybe you own the place and you're worth $100 million. But you're there to take care of lovely guests and make sure they have a good experience. And they come back and they tell their friends. And then you've got 40 people rushing in. 45 people with hatchets demanding you do what? Stop making a living? They didn't go to some level of government and say you have to do this for the people. They went to a private enterprise and said you have to do this or what? Well, clearly the answer is or we'll kill you. I mean, that's that's what they said. They said do this or we will kill you. Do this or we will execute you. Do this or else. That's what they said. We're not... 
we're not in denial, are we? We're gonna we're not gonna pretend that that something didn't get said when it got said. So why aren't we up in arms about this? If you go to TonyCats.com, you're gonna see an article that I wrote. Representative Ocasio-Cortez accused Senator Cruz of attempted murder. Why aren't we outraged? We talked about this last week. You may have heard about it because you listen to talk radio where things actually get discussed as opposed to cable news where not enough information gets put out. That's a bit of foreshadowing for what's about to come. Stay tuned. She accused Senator Cruz of attempted murder because of what happened with the riots, which she, of course, had nothing to do with whatsoever. Who does such a thing? We're going to stay silent when a member of Congress accuses another member of Congress of attempted murder? How is this even remotely possible? But we've got a media that, that doesn't cover it. From Jake Tapper to The View to Morning Joe, they're filled with calling any Trump supporter terrorists. And you've got President Biden telling us to tone down the rhetoric. Meanwhile, conservatives are getting kicked off social media. You've got people like Senator Josh Hawley being dropped by his then publisher. But we have to tone down the rhetoric. A former president is, in, is impeached for inciting violence. She accuses another senator or accuses a senator of attempted murder and nobody says anything. I got 45 people walking in with hatchets and knives and batons and Lord only knows what and gas masks and helmets and no one's going to say a word. Better, let's go to our local anchor to talk about all the obstruction that the Republicans are doing on coronavirus relief. Thanks, Tony. Well, as we know, the Republicans are obstructing, obstructing, obstructing. It's just what they do. President Biden, Lord praise his name, has offered up a $1.9 trillion deal to bring us peace and prosperity. $1.9 trillion is all it will take for the rest of us to feel good and for coronavirus for, to disappear. We'll all have money in our bank accounts. We'll be able to afford TVs, Chinese-made TVs, but we won't tell anybody. But it's those wascally Republicans. Wascally, I say, who are failing to allow us to live our lives. They want to kill grandma and grandma's grandchildren. That's right, the old and the young, the Republicans want to kill. They feast on the blood of the young and the old, and then they say, mmm, delicious. Meanwhile, Republicans have offered a $900 billion deal, Joe Biden being the magnanimous one. Oh, praise his name! He will meet with the Republicans later today. But you bet you rest assured that Joe Biden will do the right thing by us. We the people, the ones who are still allowed to talk because the rest of you have been told you're not allowed to use social media and soon will go after the radio host too, those no-good bastards. Back to you, Tony. My oh my. We're not going to talk about guys with hatchets. Son of a gun. I mean, that's something. That story ain't going to get no play. And that's in and of itself a serious problem. Now, by the way, the Republicans are meeting with Joe Biden, but it's not all Republicans. It's a group of Republicans. you got Susan Collins of Maine, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Mitt Romney of Utah, Rob Portman of Ohio. Uh, you got uh, Shelley Amor Capito of West Virginia, Moran of Kansas, Rounds of South Dakota, Tillis of North Carolina, and Todd Young, my senator, from Indiana. 
and they have got their idea of uh, of a deal. Their their idea, I think I may have said nine hundred billion. is actually six hundred billion. The first one was nine hundred billion. This is another six hundred billion dollars. This would include thousand dollar checks. Democrats want fourteen hundred dollar checks, but Democrats were promised two thousand dollar checks if they voted for Warnock in Georgia and Ossoff in Georgia. Raphael Warnock and jo- uh, John Ossoff. Uh, and uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, they're not they're not getting that, and they're pretty unhappy. More money for vaccines extends unemployment benefits, and then you get nutrition assistance, small business aid, and money for schools and childcare. So this is where Republicans are trying to start a negotiation. And the, 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 the negotiation, of course, is the idea that $1.9 trillion is nuts. I mean, it is. Please don't tell me about how we need to do this. No, we need to open everything up and we need to get back to work uh, and let people have the opportunity to thrive. I, I, again, have never had an issue with helping the people that the government shut down. I really and truly don't. But the the idea of one point nine trillion dollars is about um, well, it's not even a question of rating the piggy bank. There's there, there's no piggy bank. There are no savings. I mean, it's just a maddening proposition. Uh, why why one point nine trillion? Why not five point four trillion? I mean, let's just go to work. I mean, if we're gonna make up numbers, let's make up the numbers. So I believe that this from the Republicans is only a way to temper the situation. Really, I think the thing that you're going to find the Republicans intransigent about is paying off any um, debt responsibility of the states. If Illinois can't figure out how to run itself and it's got pension liabilities in the billions, the people of Nebraska shouldn't pay it. People of Indiana, the people of Arkansas, the people of Florida, the people of, of Oklahoma, they shouldn't pay it. It's up to Illinois to handle their business. It's up to New York to handle their business. So we talk about bailing out cities and bailing out states because of what happened with coronavirus and the lack of dollars they were able to bring in. Um, No. No, this was a shared experience and some people shared pain. Now, if if we want to now equalize it all out, I'm looking forward to the laws that told all the online businesses they have to give 32% of their profits uh, to the businesses that had to be shut down. And also uh, the reporter class. Everybody who is still able to have a job reporting on how terrible some people are for wanting to be open so they can feed their families has to give up 32% of everything they made between the moment coronavirus hit the states and right now. What do you say? What do you say? I mean, come on. We all got to be in this. No? No? Okay. So in that case, how about we don't pay off the failures of Illinois and New York and we let them handle their business? That meeting is going to happen. And don't don't buy into the $600 uh, billion number f- from the Republicans and keep an eye on that $1.9 trillion number from the Democrats. And go, look, it's, it's going to be some level of negotiation. You got to assume. Unless, of course, they slam it through the House and utilize budget reconciliation to get it through the Senate, where you only need 51 votes. They'll have 50 with all the Democrats. And then, of course, you get Kamala Harris as the tiebreaker. I mean, there are some hiccups in that, but it's possible. 
we'll see whether they rule by fiat or by actually engaging the citizenry. I'm Tony Katz.